I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it is time to, uh, well, find a go find a mock draft and go through that uh, here as yeah. we get ready. Uh, and, uh, well, as it happens, Todd McShay did his post-Super Bowl mock draft here uh, on ESPN. So I thought we'd go through that one, see who the, uh, he has a Steelers pick taking and all that good stuff. And so, yes, we tend to forget this, but let's try to remember at the end who we would take at 32. Yeah. Okay. All right. A couple Uh, people on Twitter have asked me to do that. And I think it's kind of a good idea. Yeah. Uh, So he has a trade up. He has the Colts trading up to number one to take Bryce young with Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So the, the bears would then move back to four. Which that's going to take a haul. That might you go to move up to one from four. You probably have to give up next year's first round draft pick. I bet you do. Which this is the perfect scenario for the Bears because yeah. you have to assume another quarterback's going to go, and then you just take maybe the guy you would have taken at one. Right. The jump from two to one. If you're the Texans, you probably don't have to give up that. But anybody yeah. else beyond that, it, it, for anybody to want to jump ahead of the Texans to take a quarterback, they're probably going to have to give up next year's one. I think you're probably right. If if the Bears could move to two and then move to four, that would be kind of interesting. Right, right. Uh, they then have the Texans taking C.J. Stroud, or McShay has the Texans taking C.J. Stroud at number two. Okay. Which I'm then dreading, they, I'm dreading doing our quarterback top five. I don't know what order to put these guys in. Yeah, I have to watch some more film. Yeah. Um, I have doubts about all of them. Right. Three, the Cardinals then take Will Anderson. Okay. The outside linebacker from Alabama. The Bears then at four take Jalen Carter, who they probably would take at one if they stayed <laughs> right, there. Right. So and that's a win, 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 win uh, all the way around. And if you get the Colts first rounder next year and maybe a third this year thrown in or whatever, like, okay. Yeah, now you're in business. Uh, at five, Seattle then takes Tyree Wilson, the defensive end from Texas Tech. See, I think we all – should concede maybe it's not those two court maybe it's not Stroud but the top four are pretty set two quarterbacks two and those two defensive players yeah five might be the hot spot though you know if I'm Seattle and I decide I'm not taking a quarterback here that could be where Carolina trades up or the yeah Raiders for sure 
You know what I mean? That could be Levis or, you know. Yeah. Or even Detroit. I mean, Detroit, if if Seattle yeah. would happen to take a quarterback and then somebody else says, well, I got to go get the, the next one, then mm-hmm. six is in play. Uh, he has a different name at six for the Lions. He hasn't taken Miles Murphy, the defensive end out of Clemson. I, I could see that. I, I think he's a lot like Trayvon Walker. who was the first pick last year. Yeah. Seattle and Detroit are kind of in the same boat where starting to build something. I assume Geno will be back. They could take a quarterback. They have two first round picks, you know, so Seattle and Detroit are, they could at least play the game that we're sniffing a quarterback at five or six. Oh yeah. You can convince other teams of that. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, send out those smoke signals. Uh, at seven, yeah. Seven, the Raiders take Will Levis, the quarterback out of Kentucky. Yeah. I think they, they have, have to, to, they have they to, have to, to move up a spot to get that done. Yeah. He was really injured last year. I didn't realize how many injuries he was dealing with. Yeah. Eight, the Falcons take Pete Skaronsky, the offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Okay. I would be shocked if they let McGarry go, the the right tackle, but he's a free agent. Uh, At nine, the Panthers take Anthony Richardson, the quarterback out of Florida. With a new coach, I think you can do this. You know, Brissett and Richardson, Darnold and Richardson, you know, something like that. I definitely think they'll have a, you know, they have to. If Richardson's a guy, they have to have a veteran in place. Mm-hmm. Do you it, think Richardson lasts till nine? I could, I mean, because these <sighs> other guys after after Anderson and Carter, the defensive players or the or the non quarterbacks are good, but they're not amazing. You know, yeah. like Jalen Waddle over any of those guys, or you know, people that usually go in the top ten. So it makes me think Richardson and Levis could all go in the top seven. Richardson, I, I want to see what his pro day looks like. I want to see, you know, at the, at the combine, uh, how's he throw the football? How does he look? I know he can throw the football. Right, right, right. What's his touch look like? Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. how are his interviews? You know, does he does he pick up the? You know, is he is he sharp enough to to pick the game up? Because watching him, he can make all the throws. Oh, he's unbelievably gifted. Got right? a huge arm, but I just think he's a little immature in terms of game progression at this point in his career oh incredibly yeah i mean it's like i get why he's coming out he's going to be he's going to be a first round draft pick but he's definitely a guy that could have used another year of starting experience oh no question and he's a bigger version of willis but he's in the sec at florida and he's not at a tiny school too you know yeah yeah but really just one year as a starter right 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 so i mean there's there's some polish that needs to needs to happen. Oh yeah, landing spots can be incredibly important for him, without a doubt. Uh, at ten, the Eagles take Brian Barisi, the defensive tackle to Clemson. Now, that makes some sense. I get oh, it, yeah. and he's one of the guys. I mean, we talked about him in the first segment. If you're the Steelers, do you pass on a Brian Barisi? But he's also a guy that the medicals are going to make up. You know, a, a huge yeah. part of this. Uh, he's talented. He's a really good player, and he would fit yeah. in with the Steelers extremely well. Reminds me of Cam a lot. Um, the Eagles, though, have four defensive tackles hitting free agency. Right. <laughs> Cox, Hargrave, Sue, and the other, Glenville. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's hard to replace. At 11, the Titans take Paris Johnson Jr. That's fine by me. Yeah. I mean, that adds up. That's their first uh, second offensive tackle, I should say. At 12, Houston takes Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU. Okay. A, a lot of people, a lot of mocks we've talked about have quarterback and then go get him a wide receiver, let them grow up together. 
I'm kind of dreading ranking the wide receivers too. And I kind of, I actually, I, I have him in, in to pull back the curtain. That's who I mocked to Houston. Is it? And the reason being, he's a big receiver. Big receiver. And you help your, you help your young quarterback out by getting him a big target. Mm-hmm. Not one yeah. of these little beep beep guys that, okay, well, you know, he's, no, get him somebody who has a catch radius about the size of Minnesota. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He can really run. He, he, his ball skills and drops are a problem, but he's different than the others. There's a lot of them that look like Jordan Addison. There's not any that look like Quinton Johnson. Right. 13, the Jets take Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. Okay. I, I just saw here in the mock, Becton's played one game since his rookie year. Hard to believe, yeah. yeah. Vera Tucker is coming back, but he's a guard. At 14, the Patriots take Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, they like physical corners. I want to see I want to see Joey Porter show up senior, senior I'm talking. Yeah, 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 Joey yeah. Porter senior go and show up at Foxborough on a consistent basis to watch the Patriots play. I would actually if this, I, I would pay happens. money to see that. I hope this happens, yeah. <laughs> I want to see him give Belichick a big hug on draft day with a Patriot hat on. <laughs> yeah, that's funny stuff. At I 15 the Packers take Michael Mayer, the tight end at a Notre Dame. It's not what they do, but that's fine by me. I mean, that would be a fantastic addition for them. 16, the Commanders take Devin Weatherspoon, the cornerback out of Illinois. Surprisingly, they don't have a ton of needs. You know I mean? Yeah. They could kind of go anywhere. Would, would be one that, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could always add the O-line. They could lose their on pain. That leaves at 17 for the Steelers, Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon. Todd, you're a good dude, but I think you're being too kind. I don't think he, I don't think 16 teams pass on him, especially after the combine. Can you argue with any of the picks ahead of this, though? No, no, 100% not. And I could see someone liking Porter or Witherspoon better. I mean, I get that, but yeah. I think he will be my corner one when we do rankings. He probably will be mine as well. But mm-hmm. I could see other teams liking the the other two guys, Porter and Witherspoon, are more um, aggressive and maybe better helping with the run a little bit. I, I don't know mm-hmm. that Gonzalez is that kind of guy, but I think in terms of coverage guys, I think he's he might be the number one cover guy. Mm-hmm. So you know, it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, and, and again, even if I like him better than Porter or Witherspoon. He could fall because the Patriots just need – he could be second on the Patriots board, second on the commander's board. Right, right. Just happen to be the one that they're, they take ahead of him. The key, though, is those four quarterbacks going ahead of this pick. Yeah, and I think that's a done deal. Yeah. So, if I mean, if you're a Steeler fan, that's what you want. You'd actually yeah, – if a fifth guy could work his way into that conversation. <laughs> that'd be a deal. I don't think that that's in the cards. At 18, the Lions then take Kaylee Ringo. The cornerback out of Georgia. I'm trying to think who they took in the first one. I thought they took a corner already. They took. They did not. They took uh, Miles Murphy. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a defensive draft for them. Yeah. At 19, the Buccaneers take Lucas Van Ness, the defensive end out of Iowa. Hmm. That's the Pierre Paul uh, try on big body DNs they like. They like those bangers. Yeah. At 20, 
the Seahawks take Brian Branch. He's the guy, the other guy, if things fell this way, mm-hmm. picking between Christian Gonzalez and Brian Branch would be tough. It wouldn't be for me, but I, I would take I would take Gonzalez because yeah. he's you know it's a exactly. more premium position. But I really like Brian Branch. Like I would have equal grades on them. Yeah, but Gonzalez does the Steelers are worse at right now. You know. Yeah, I mean I think Brian Branch is going to be a star. Yeah. No, I See, you convinced me on that too. I think the he, Seahawks getting him at twenty is a steal. Yes, hey, that's a, a really good pick. At 21, the Chargers take Cam Smith. So how about that? So you have, what, one defensive back in the first, what, uh, uh, 14 picks. No, yeah. there, was, there wasn't one taken wow. until pick 14. And then picks 14, 16, 17, 18, 20, and 21 are cornerback or, or defensive backs. Wow. And I bet they'll be, if this, if this is how it went, another – dozen in the top 50 yeah without a doubt yeah um so cam smith to the uh, chargers bajon robinson goes to the ravens at 22 i could see this who knows i mean there i I think it almost has to be a receiver but i was listening to the first draft podcast with with todd and mel and they were breaking this down and mel just jumped all over him because mel's one of those guys that's huge no running backs in the first round, and the Ravens are his team. So they were joking that Todd just did this to piss Mel off. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd kind of chuckled, like, eh, across my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what we don't know is, you know, with the new offensive coordinator there, what's this going to look like for them? I think we'll get an idea during free agency. We'll see what happens to Lamar first. But yeah. it's going to look different no matter what. Like, I don't think you're going to see – Patrick Ricard out there for 50 snaps anymore and three tight ends. Like they're not going to draft yeah. another tight end high. It's going to be a receiver, you know, it's going to be more traditional, but as Todd mentions here, JK Dobbins lands one more year on his deal. Right. Right. As does Gus Edwards. Yeah. Right. Right. At 23, the Vikings then take Jordan Addison. I would really like that for them. I think one more weapon feeling his days are really numbered. You know, you, you have Hawkinson, Jefferson, and Addison. Now you're talking. But, boy, how do they pass on a corner with the way Flores wants to play defense? Yeah. At 24, the Jaguars take Jackson Smith and Gigba. I do that Locked on Dynasty podcast. And last night we, we've been highlighting a rookie, you know, a fantasy guy. And we did Smith and Jigba last night. I think he's going to be my number one. Like, I think I was just holding against them that he only played like 80 snaps last year. Yeah. So how do you evaluate that season? I mean, the season before was unbelievably good. I do have to question the Jaguars taking yet another wide receiver when they've got Christian Kirk. Right. Uh, they got Calvin Ridley, who they traded for. Right. Um, yeah, they get all kinds of uh, of guys that, that can handle that position. You know, I, I don't know if that's a, necessarily a need. I mean, Zay Jones and Kirk are making big money and are going to be back, and both were good. And yeah. Britain. Yeah. Yeah. At 25, the Giants then take Zay Flowers. Okay. Um, Pro Football Focus has put their initial draft guide out. He's their second receiver, and I can see that. You yeah. Know, I don't, that's crazy talk. 26, the Cowboys take Osiris Torrance. Yeah, that's a, that's a Cowboy-type pick. 
27, the Bills take Jameer Gibbs, taking yet another bite off the running back apple. I mean, they just – he's kind of – he's James Cook. That's what I say. I don't like the fit. Like, if yeah. Bijan was there, yeah. We, we – we, you know, I know I talked about the Dynasty podcast. We profiled Gibbs, too, was this, this show after that. Boy, is he a receiver and dynamic. But he might not be 200 pounds. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, he's he's basically a little bit smaller version of James Cook, right? Like, if I were the Bills, I'd rather have Mike Allstock, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I want Earl Campbell. I want Bettis. Twenty-eight. The Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals take Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah, at twenty-eight. I don't think Hurst will be back, so that adds up. But that makes some sense for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would consider the tackle at Oklahoma or Tennessee or the big man from Ohio state though, too. Right. 29, the saints take Keon white. Hmm, he's their type of guy. They like those King size ends. And he's just... Cam Jordan clone basically. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, at 30, the Eagles take Anton Harrison, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Okay. I mean, they take linemen. Um, they're starting guard Suamolo. I always destroy his name, but he's their worst starter. He's a free agent. Maybe they'd kick a tackle into guard until Lane Johnson retires. Yeah. At 31, the Chiefs take Jalen Duncan, the offensive tackle out of Maryland. Wow. I've seen him. This is the highest I've seen him go anywhere, but I've had some people think he's like a third or fourth rounder. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, okay, so. If that's the way things go, they got Gonzalez, right? They got Gonzalez. Who are you taking? Both line the top linebackers are there. You could get an edge. You're probably not going to take you're not going to take a defensive tackle at 32. No. Um, some names that come to mind. Those three tackles I mentioned. Uh, not well, I guess the Oklahoma one just went. Um right. Harrison just went. But I would think about Dewan Jones, or I always forget the Tennessee guy's name. Although both those guys are more right than left, but I also don't need him to play right away. I could teach him to play left or yeah, whatever. Um, the, those would be the guys I'd consider. So you're saying Dewan jo- Jones and Darnell Wright, basically. Those are yeah, they would be on the radar. What about Washington, the tight end from Georgia? I'm I don't hate it. I'm growing really him. fond of grabbing one of those five tight ends, especially him, because if I can turn Gentry into Washington and basically have all the same starters otherwise, that is hard to play against. Yeah. I would consider Derek Hall there. Okay. How about Sanders, the off the ball? I would consider I would consider him. Um he I didn't have – Kalijah Kansi doesn't fit for, for what they want to do. Um, I I can't take Ika there. As I was about to say the same thing. Like, if he's there in the next pick – Yeah, that's different. That's different. I don't think I can take him at 32. Um, but Sanders or Simpson, maybe. Hyatt's? Potentially, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, is that too early for another safety? I – Antonio Johnson's a guy that a lot of people have ranked mm-hmm. next. Maybe I don't, the next one. He's a he's a true strong in the box safety. I mean, if you're looking just to replace Terrell Edmonds, body for body, he's probably the guy that does that the best. 
and say if, if six three, two hundred and ten pounds, whole right? Now, I mean, if if the draft rolls around and you don't have a strong safety, I think you'd be very happy to add him. Yeah, I bet they have a strong safety though. Yeah, you know. What I mean? Now, if I'm looking at this from a different, okay, um, maybe I want a KZ replacement. Right. Well, then maybe, maybe then I'm looking at a Jair Brown from Penn State uh, or someone like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. That Seems might be too early, of those guys. Yeah, but I, mean, you don't... I will say this: over the last five or six years, the Penn State guys have tested really well, really well. So let's say Jair Brown goes to the combine and runs a four three five. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. then we could be talking about him. So, oh, he's he's gotten in the first round, rising line. up the boards. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know they don't need a corner. He takes but... the ball away. Jair Brown had like ten interceptions the last couple. Of oh, years. I like him. I like him too. Yeah, I mean, not about. They're not going to take a corner in this scenario, but if they would have went another position, I mean, Deontay Banks is still available. For, yeah, yeah. You know, like these corners are pretty impressive. Well, it's a really good group. Yeah, I mean, you know, Clark Phillips would still be there, uh, as you mentioned. Forbes is still there. I mean, there's there's some guys there that okay. I if you didn't take the corner in the first round, you're more than happy to take these guys in the second round. Yes. Last name I got for you. Our buddy, John Michael Schmidt. John Michael Schmitz. He's the clear double. He's a clear double. All right, you're in charge. All those names, who you want? All those names, I probably go, again, we're, we're this is without seeing any pro days or seeing any numbers sure, from sure. any. I'll take the double. I'll go John Michael Schmitz. Are you? Okay. That's, I'll take I the bird in hand. I know exactly what he is. Um, he, he's going to, he's going to start for me somewhere the next 10 to 12 years. Yep. I love him. I'm I think good I with that. Washington. I, this 280 pound tight end has me really intrigued. This is such a deep tight end draft though. I know. That, I mean, honestly, if they move back five spots and picked up another third or fourth round draft pick, I'm perfectly oh. happy with that too. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I'm I'm warming up to trading back from 17 and or 32. I think 32 is the much. See, I I want the premium draft pick. Again, if I'm staring at Christian Gonzalez, or I'm taking Christian Gonzalez. I'm not right. trading back. Um, you know, if if Breesy's there, I'm not trading back. If Branch is there, I'm not trading back. Mm-hmm. Um, but if all three are there, I'll go to 20. Or if two of the right, if I if I can, I'll move back a couple of spots if I can if I can do that and get and make sure I get one of those guys. I'm I'm perfectly happy doing that. I'd love to get a a third out of the of the mix or something like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, But that's gonna do it, Matt. That's the uh, that's a show. Nice uh, job there by uh, Todd. Todd always does a good job with those. Uh We'll get more in depth. uh, Start getting more a little more draft uh, centric here. Uh, with the combine coming up in two weeks, we'll do that when we come back next week. We'll be back to our regular Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, shows, and uh, and then of course when we get into to uh, the combine, we'll be on day every day. We'll have wall to wall coverage from the combine here on Steelers Nation Radio. Got to like that. Uh, lots of good guests on. All that good I'll stuff. I'll reach out to Todd between now and then, see if we can get him to sit down with us. And there you go. There you go. Uh, if you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcast shows, such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is uh, Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. Uh, we thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 